Insects are all around us. Many live right under our noses and are just waiting to be discovered. In spite of their small size, insects are among the most interesting and adaptable creatures on planet Earth. We have close encounters with them every day, whether we realize it or not. To most people, these creatures are just bugs. But to entomologist Dr. Tim Gibb, they are spineless wonders. And he's here to help you look beyond the bug to the fascinating life of the insect. Dr. Tim will see you now. Spring break seems to mark a rite of passage into full-blown adulthood for some college-age students. Many feel compelled to experience it at least once before they graduate. For students, spring breaks can be characterized as an all-out party that occurs after a long winter and most often in a warm, sunny location. Congregations of never-before-introduced peers magically descend on a certain site with nothing but celebrating on their minds. And party they do, loud, raucous, celebratory parties. The incessant and insanely loud music, dancing, and festivities that announce this event 24-7 become mind-numbing, almost deafening for local residents. Neighbors may complain and plead for quiet and even beg authorities to intervene, but nothing will stop the partying. Then, after a few weeks, and just as quickly as it started, the noise will abate, celebrations end, and partygoers will vanish. Witnesses will be left to wonder what just happened, and, of course, to clean up the litter left in the wake of this strange but unforgettable event. In the insect world, there is a similar springtime event, also attended by vast numbers of recently transformed adults that mysteriously descend upon a common location where they sing, party, and behave in, until then, uncharacteristic ways, oblivious to any local noise ordinances or complaints by permanent residents. Unlike the student spring break, this bizarre behavioral phenomenon also spans a month or so, while participants try out their newly acquired adult wings and newfound independence. I am referring to the emergence of the 17-year periodical cicadas, a spectacle that happens but once every 17 years throughout parts of most eastern and midwestern states. The sudden and highly synchronized mass emergence and gathering of billions of periodical cicadas is a precisely predictable phenomenon that, experienced firsthand, is very memorable for participants and onlookers alike. Then, as with college student spring breaks, all at once the cicadas will be gone. Only cast skins and decomposing debris will remain littering the forest floor, as witnesses are left to marvel at the miraculous event that just happened. Periodical cicadas, sometimes called locusts, are a marvel of nature in many ways. 
Adult cicadas have a distinctively stout, robust body with bulging eyes, long transparent wings laced with heavy veins, and fossorial front legs, much like their more commonly seen cousins, the annual cicadas. But periodical cicadas differ by having a comparatively smaller size, a dark and nearly black or brown body, distinctive eerie red eyes, and orange or amber-colored wing veins and leg markings. Behaviorally, they won't be mistaken for annual species due to their famously long lifespan, epic mass emergence, and peculiar life cycle. The time between insect egg and adult emergence spans a nearly unprecedented 17 years. Some more precocious species have adopted for a quicker 13-year interval. Cicadas begin life as eggs, of course. Each mated female deposits some 500 elongated cream-colored eggs into a number of carefully prepared incubation chambers made in nearly any deciduous hardwood forest tree. Females select twigs that have a quarter-inch circumference, measured by grasping them with her front legs. She cuts a small slit in the tender bark using a large specialized knife-like ovipositor at the end of her abdomen and deposits the eggs there. After several months, eggs hatch and tiny wingless nymphs drop to the ground and begin digging downward, ever deeper into the soil using their enlarged front fossorial legs. Underground, their behavior and movements are a bit less understood, but we do know that they subsist by finding and sucking sap from the roots of their host trees until it's time for them to become adults. The predictability of their simultaneous reemergence is intriguing. How is it that billions and billions of cicadas can all have a life cycle that spans exactly? 17 years. A mysterious internal molecular clock is thought to track the passage of time calibrated by environmental clues that include the leafing out of trees and resulting changes in the composition of the xylem fluid on which the cicadas feed. The accumulation of 17 such events signals the nymph to leave the underground soil and roots upon which they have been nursing for more than 200 months and dig themselves up to within inches of the soil surface where they wait for yet one more environmental clue. That is for the soil temperature to reach 65 degrees Fahrenheit. That temperature is like a green light triggering the mass emergence race. The nymphs quickly dig out of the soil, find a tree trunk, signpost, or fence post, anything vertical upon which to climb a few feet and then break out of their shell-like skin called an exuvia, only to discover that they are now full adult stage cicadas, complete with wings and deafening noise 
producing organs called timbals, one on each side of their abdomen. Intoxicated with their newfound adulthood and eager to try out both brand new wings and voices, they fly to sunny spots in the upper treetops and join the all-inclusive and infamous choir practice. And all of this within just one hour. Male cicadas instinctively know how to use this specialized muscle to bend and buckle the heavily ribbed membranes of the timbal in a unique way to produce the exceptionally loud, ear-piercing even, shriek or scream that is unique to the cicada. Entomologists who practice the somewhat suspect avocation of cicada eavesdropping have concluded that at least three songs are broadcasted. Translated into English, the lyrics of the first is said to be a general congregational call for all cicadas to come join the party. Then comes a song especially requesting all females to come closer. And finally, an even more personal, seductive mating invitation to lure a specific female. Now, exactly how these entomologists go about interpreting such songs is rarely discussed in public, and nobody is bold enough to ask. Just imagine the forest cacophony produced by the simultaneous shrieking and screaming of several million newly minted male cicadas per acre, each vying to outdo the next. After 17 years of being stuck in underground isolation cells, suddenly discovering not only the very effective high-amplitude noise-producing voices, but an equal number of very interested and carefully tuned-in females to impress creates an energy-packed, eardrum-piercing choral symphony that sears the memory of those who hear it. The combined chorus is chaotic as well as deafening, and the event is so radical that it can be heard for miles around. This most singular event will be remembered and talked about in the same context as witnessing a full lunar or solar eclipse, Halley's Comet, or the moon landing. People in the know will travel miles to hear it in person. Eyewitnesses will remember exactly where they were and mark time by it, just as they remember where they were when the Berlin Wall came down. If truly experienced, it will form lasting memories and lives will be measured by it. Babies may even be named after it. It will be that defining. At least it has been for me. As proof, I can tell you that I have several registered quarter horses that go by barnyard names including Mischief, Chaos, Mayhem, and Trouble. I have to go back to their breed registry records to remember their exact ages, registered names, and the dates when each was foaled, with one exception. Trouble 
was registered in the spring of 2004. I also know that he will be 17 years old come May 27th, 2021. And I know all of this off the top of my head because his full registered name is Cicadas Trouble, and he was foaled during the last major periodical cicada emergence in the Midwest. That event sticks in my memory, even though it occurred 17 years ago. You too can have that kind of a life-altering experience, but you need to plan for it now. The Department of Entomology at Purdue University is poised and ready to help. Our Purdue Cicada website will provide a host of cicada-related news stories, bulletins, activities, biological facts, and educational ideas to assist. Join our email list and visit our Cicada website. It will keep you informed about cicada-related activities at the Virtual Bug Bowl on April 12th, a Cicada Fest May 1st through the 9th, as well as a running update of times and locations where you too can experience the cicada mass emergences as they occur throughout our region. Don't miss out. This has been Dr. Tim with another Spineless Curiosity. Be sure to tune in next month for another Spineless Wonder. Yeah.